Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Tori, your host, and this podcast was created to inspire women to transform their mindset, blossom from within, and be unafraid to be their authentic selves. Get ready to grow, evolve, and bloom. Hello, welcome back to Blissfully Bloom. I am your host, Victoria LeBlanc. And today what we are going to be talking about is how to align ourselves with our purpose. Now, I actually just got done reading a book called Discover Your Dharma by Sahara Rose. I highly recommend, but today I will be sharing a few of my insights after reading the book and as I read the book. And I will also be sharing my own story about how I aligned myself with my purpose here on earth so that it can inspire you to do the same. If you have been feeling lost, confused, and just stuck in a pit of mud, this just overwhelms you and you really don't know exactly how to even find the pathway towards your purpose, then this episode is totally meant for you. Before we get started, let's listen to this short sponsorship ad. To start out, I think that it's really important for you to understand what your purpose even is. Now, your purpose here on earth is what you were called here to do, why you were born into this earth and into this lifetime. Your purpose is the thing that that drives you to live your life with meaning, with fulfillment, and ultimately what it is is your mission statement of your life. In a sense, it's what you're going to be leaving this earth with. How people are going to remember you by. Are they going to remember you by your kind words, your soothing nature, or just your ability to be generous and give to the world? Whatever it may be, your purpose is your truth. It's that underlying essence of who you are. Now, you may not believe that you have a purpose here on earth, but I can promise you that you do. If you are still living, if you are still breathing, your purpose has yet to be fulfilled. And and you have this just wisdom inside of you, these these beautiful gifts that are just waiting to be shared, but many of us believe that we have to hold ourselves back or we don't even try sharing our gifts with the world. And this is what leads people into a state of regret, into a state of disappointment and feeling overall discontent with their life. It leads to an un- a state of unfulfillment. Our purpose never left us. As soon as we were born, Our purpose was just in our bones, in our cells, in our soul. But the problem was, is we forgot why we came here. We forgot our truth. We forgot our purpose. And in this lifetime, it takes us being able to remember that, to come back to the essence of who we truly are, to come back to our purpose, live a life that is fulfilling, that is your authentic life. Everything that you do, everything that you say, 
and who you are, who you become is all made up of your purpose and of your authenticity. Just know that if you have some doubts about whether or not you truly do have a purpose, know this, that you do. It just takes us remembering. If you believe in reincarnation, what reincarnation is, is basically you go, your soul goes through many lifetimes. What Sahara mentions in this book is that it takes many lifetimes to be able to remember our dharma because if you go through one lifetime and you didn't fulfill it, then your soul is going to come back on earth to try to fulfill it again. But I mean, the ultimate goal is to remember our purpose right here, right now in this lifetime. Your purpose is already within you. Everything is already within. The love, the light, the joy, the abundance is within you. It's just encoded into your being. But we may lose track. Sometimes we get into different pathways that aren't in alignment with our dharmas or with our purpose. That is another term for purpose. What happens is, is we may get confused or lost, feel like we are, are fail, we are a failure because we didn't live up and we thought that this pathway was going to be the right one and we thought we were on the right track, but then it just so happens that we just feel so much anxiety and so much anger and resentment and we know in our hearts that this may not be the right path for us, but sometimes that little voice in our heads convinces us to just keep on moving You've gotten here, you've gotten this far. Why, why turn around? Why choose a different path when you're already on this one? When you are finding your purpose, it takes being willing to go off the beaten track, to veer off the road that no one else may even try to take. It's having that courage. It's being brave to step into something that you didn't even know was possible for you. When you are discovering your purpose and truly becoming aligned with it, you may go through many obstacles, many experiences until you get to that point. And many of us with the instant gratification nowadays, I'm just staring at my Alexa right now and please Alexa, do not say anything. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> can ask her the time, the weather, you get the point. You can ask her anything or even research different things on the internet. And when you become so used to that, ask Alexa something, she says it right away. She gives you the answer. The internet gives you the answer right then and there. But when we're trying to discover our purpose, it may take time. It's going to take patience, commitment, and dedication on your end. Because here's the thing, no one else is going to figure out your purpose but you. Your soul is in your own body. Nobody else can figure that out for yourself. And sometimes all of these voices cloud our own judgment and we can't even hear our own because we're asking for all of these opinions. We're asking for of all the other guidance, but we're not willing to trust our own guidance and to trust our own hearts. And so when you're discovering your purpose and you're trying to be in aligned with your purpose, you have to trust yourself and trust that 
despite being confused and despite possibly veering off into the wrong path that you're eventually going to find that path that you are meant to live and that you were born to take. Like I said, it's not going to come overnight. Finding your purpose as something as big as that, it's going to take more than just one journal session or one experience. You're going to have to experience many different things. And as I will mention in one part of this podcast episode about my own purpose and became in alignment with my purpose, it definitely didn't occur overnight. And I will definitely explain that further. But for now, I want to talk about a few things. You may have this idea in your head that your purpose is one thing, it's not going to change. Well, it actually can. (laughs) Think of your purpose as your mission statement the general overall theme of why you are here. In Discover Your Dharma, in the book, she mentions that there are nine Dharma archetypes. Sahara Rose has a free quiz that you can take on her website. What exactly the Dharma archetypes are is the actual roles in our society. Let me just go and tell you the nine archetypes because you can be many of these archetypes, but in different various forms, in different amounts, and they actually could change throughout your lifetime. The first is teacher, the second, nurturer, third, visionary, the fourth is entrepreneur, the fifth, artist, sixth, researcher, seventh, entertainer, the eighth is the activist, and ninth is the warrior. Let me just give you a brief definition of each dharma archetype. The teacher, they find the lesson in their human experience and share it with others. They share it with their community. They share it with their family or friends. The nurturer is here on this earth to care and connect, and they find this deep inner meaningful purpose when they take care and nurture others. The visionary is here to bridge for the new paradigm. Sahara mentions that they are tapped into universal source consciousness and spiritual energy, and they are easily able to express the visions that come through them with the gift of their words. The entrepreneur is here to really come and find a solution to society's problems. And they come up with their own solutions. The artist is here to create beauty and share that with the world. This may be through art, song, design, poetry, or dance. The researcher is here to observe the world and then analyze what they have studied. They are the ones who prepare the information that they have observed and that they've analyzed and give it to the people that are going to take that action and do what they will with that information. The entertainer is here to make others laugh, cry, smile, gasp with every emotion. So this may be the comedian that you see on stage and they want to bring out joy in others. The activist is here to bring about social, environmental, or political change and they do not take their time for granted here and they want to make the world a better place. 
The warriors are here to protect. They actually have a strong moral compass and a deep desire to safeguard the powerless and give voice to the voiceless. So for the Dharma archetypes, Sahara mentions in the book that we each have chosen these archetypes as souls to fulfill our life's work before incarnation. They allow us to excel at exactly what it is our Dharma involves. They support our Dharma by making it feel natural to us. So the Dharma archetypes that I just mentioned are the universal expressions of the soul types that exist within all of us. So when you know your Dharma archetype, it will help you understand why you are drawn to certain things and give you permission to fully step into the embodiment of who you are. Whenever I took the quiz, I felt a lot more guided and felt a lot more clarity around what my purpose was. Another thing that Sahara mentions is she actually played the game of Sims, which I played it a little bit, didn't really get much into it, but she was a Sims fan. And she says that just like the Sims, the universe designed us to have a variety of skills, interests, and talents so that together we can make the world whole. Somebody who loves to be on stage and be that performer, and that just brings them so much fulfillment on the inside and a deep sense of peace and satisfaction. To another person, that may bring out and trigger a bunch of anxiety and fear and doubt and shame. They just might not be aligned with that. And so if you think about our purposes, we each have a unique purpose here on earth. And together as a collective, we may be little raindrops. Think of us ourselves as little raindrops, but together, we make the world whole, as Sahara says, and we create the ocean, this huge bowl within us, and we are all interconnected, all together, all one. When we bring all of our purposes together and we truly fulfill them and we are aligned with our truth, then we will come back to feeling like we have enabled and created this safe, peaceful place on earth. When you are aligned with your truth, there's, there's no better feeling than that. It feels amazing. You are more connected to the love and light inside you. You feel like you have a purpose and you matter here. Then you give off that energy and you make others feel like they matter. You bring more love and light to others and you're willing to give more. You're willing to share more. You're willing to love more. Many times when we feel like we haven't truly fulfilled our purpose, it leaves us feeling regret and sometimes leading towards resentment. And we may blame others. We may blame our bosses or we may blame our friends and family, or just our ancestors or our past, whatever that may be. And when you're in that state of blame and, and having that sense of self-pity within you, that is what blocks you from seeing the different possibilities, from seeing a different narrative, and to being curious and open about what is available to you because the universe is there for you not against you. The universe wants you to step into who you were meant to become. 
and wants you to see your truth, feel your truth, and become your truth. Are you looking to blossom your love from within and be your own best friend, quiet the voice of your inner critic, and really step into your self-love future vision? Well, I have just created a 10-week self-love program that was made for you called Blossom From Within. I have come so far in my self-love journey. I started out as my own worst enemy, my own bully, and I really didn't like being me. But now I can proudly say that I absolutely adore the person that I am the love that was just waiting to bloom within me has now started to be a garden from within and I just feel like a whole new different woman a woman who accepts herself and shows her authenticity to the world and if this is what you want if you want to really embrace who you are completely and fully I can definitely help you do that and I can absolutely help you transform and grow that love from within. I will be that support system for you. I will guide you along the way. Just know that you are not alone. And so for this program, I have created a community around it. When you say yes, you will also gain access to a Facebook self-love community group where all of the women involved in the program will be there to support you too. You can choose to have one-on-one coaching sessions with me or you don't have to invest in the coaching. You can just buy the program itself. But... I can promise you that the investment in coaching with me will be worth it because you will see the transformation more quickly and when I am there to support you and coach you. If this interests you, please go ahead and DM me the word self-love on my Instagram at blissfully.bloom. All right. So before we get into some of the tips, I do want to explain a little bit about the phases or the stages of your dharma. In one chapter of her book, she had combined doshas and dharma. So purpose with the doshas. The doshas are the elements of our earth. So we have vata, which is the air-like quality Pitta is the fire energy. Kapha is the grounding. Vata is very air-like. This is when you may feel cloudy or really spacey. And there may be a lot of ideas running through a million miles per minute. Air is very flowy and fluid. First stage is the idea phase, which is more vata. This may be the time when you get inspired. You feel that creative burst within you to really think, imagine, visualize what is possible for you. You begin to brainstorm different ideas and become excited about them as well. Now, third stage is the pitta, or the execution phase. Pitta, again, like I said, is very 
fire. It's that burning drive within you to go and do the things. It's very stimulated, very hot with passion. Think of Pitta as your passion. And this is when, in this phase, you actually take the action. You actually take those necessary steps to get to where you want. This is the journey of your dharma. This is the experience and you actually committing to your dharma because it's one thing having an idea, having a vision, but it's another actually making that vision a reality and come true and birthing it into existence. Ultimately, this is what we want to do. We don't want to just think about our purpose. We don't want to have ideas about what our purpose is because those ideas are just going to stay in our mind. We were meant to fulfill our purpose and really take those actionable steps. It's really sad because a lot of people, some of their dreams just stay dreams. They don't see them out. They don't see them carried out because they aren't executing those ideas. Making a plan of action and committing to it. Investing your time, your energy, and doing whatever it takes to make it a reality. Now, the third stage is kapha, or the re-evaluation phase. An important thing here is that we allow ourselves to ground and become still. Without this phase, if you skip this phase, you may lead to burnout. You may lead to stress, exhaustion, overwhelm. And this isn't the energy you want to be in when you want to fulfill your dharma or your purpose. You want to be grounded, to be connected to universal source and universal energy and consciousness and really awaken to your center, awaken to your soul. And in this phase, you really begin to check in. You become centered, grounded, because it's really important, yeah, to, to do the action, to get those steps completed, but it's also just as important to make sure that you check in with yourself. You pause, you reflect, you think about what needs to be changed, what needs to be improved so that you can live out your dharma in the most aligned possible state or way that there is. This whole cycle will restart again and you may think of another idea or you may think of another way to evolve your purpose. Trust the process, trust that everything is unfolding as it should be. For the kapha phase, really don't rush back into the thinking and the planning. Don't rush back into those other two phases. What you should really do is allow the settlement. Allow yourself to just be. Be in the moment. Really be in your body and appreciate and be thankful for what you have achieved so far. Because it's one thing doing and achieving and, and finding that fulfillment, but if you're not appreciating it all, if you're not being thankful or finding gratitude, what is the point, <laughs> right? This time is really to give yourself permission 
to celebrate yourself, to thank yourself, and to allow yourself to rest because rest is so important, my friends. If you're kind of feeling confused if you are aligned with your purpose or even how to align with your purpose, there's two things. One is to follow the excitement, follow the joy. Whatever makes your soul light up, whatever brings you that smile on your face and you just get this burst of excitement within you and your heart is just exploding with energy and life and love, Follow that. That is a sign for you to step into that and trust that this is what you are meant to do. Because if it is feeling like the opposite, if you are just feeling bored and just unhappy, this is not your purpose. Your purpose is not meant for you to be in a cage and trapped and feeling like you're stuck and behind bars. You are meant to feel free, abundant, expansive. So follow that expansion. And one thing that you can do is actually create a joy list. Think of the things that bring you joy now but also think of the things that brought you joy in your childhood. Did you love to read? Did you love to sing? Did you love to teach your stuffed animal students like I did? Whatever it was, go back and remember those times because remember, we were born with our purpose. Therefore, as children, we have an idea of what it is and we are experiencing it, and the more, and the things that brought you joy then will still bring you joy now. Those things that brought you joy when you were little may give you some form of direction. Don't ignore them. Don't pretend like they didn't happen. Really take into account, take them into consideration. Of course, as you grow up, you experience different things that may add to your joy list and pay attention to those things that light your soul up, that make you feel so alive, so much inner peace, inner knowing, inner understanding. Another tip that I will give is to turn your confusion into curiosity because your confusion is sending you a message. If you have been on a path for a while and you're starting to feel doubt about whether or not it is the right path for you or whether or not it's even in alignment and you're feeling confused, you're feeling all of the feels, become curious. Start asking yourself, what am I feeling right now? What is triggering me to feel this way? What is this confusion trying to tell me? Because sometimes that confusion is ultimately telling you that you may need to veer off and try a different track. Confusion is not something to look down upon because if we didn't have confusion, if we just lived our lives, la-di-da-di-da, we're just going about our days and everything is merry and jolly, yeah, if all of our emotions were just one state, of just happiness, we wouldn't even know what confusion would be. We wouldn't even know what that felt like. And we wouldn't be open to the possibility of, oh, there might be something else here for me. And this track may not be what I'm meant to take. And this pathway not be what's meant for me, what's truly meant for me. So don't 
don't think that when you feel confused, that's just a sign that you should just give up or that's just a sign that you're a failure. You shouldn't feel confused because let me let you in on a little secret. Many people feel that state of confusion, but that confusion that you feel is the little the little knock on your door to invite you in to think about what else is possible. To really stop and reflect and not avoid anything else that you're feeling because sometimes the really hard things that we feel on the inside whenever we do feel misaligned or confused, we tend to just shove that in the corner and step over it and pretend like it's not even there. But I invite you to let it be seen, let it be heard, let it be loved. Really take that time whenever you are in a state of confusion to become curious. And this is exactly how you can do this. Journal, have a direct conversation between you, the page, and the journal. Just write, write and express your feelings, express what is coming up for you. And maybe, just maybe, in the process of doing that, it may take a little bit of time, but in that process, you will discover that the answers are already within you. And sometimes we may feel that confusion because we are looking everywhere else besides ourselves. We are looking for somebody else to give us the answers, for somebody else to tell us who to be, where we should live, what career path we should take. In reality, the only person that you should truly look for those answers are within yourself. Yes, guidance is appreciated, but if that is what you only rely on, if you only rely on other people's advice or guidance, then you're going to miss your own. You're going to keep your own voice hidden and in the shadows, and we don't want that. We want your voice to be in the light. I want to discuss a little bit about my own journey towards becoming aligned with my purpose. Now, as I said before, your purpose is your mission statement. It's your overall general theme of your life. It can evolve over time. It can change the roles in our society. We can step into different roles and fulfill the same mention, but within different roles. I just had this, this sense within me that I needed to make a difference in the world. This is what I was here to do. I just didn't know how that looked like. That is for us to discover ourselves and our self-discovery journeys. And I mean, heck, I have learned a lot about myself and it's going to take you to be willing to keep learning more and discovering more about yourself. But whenever I was feeling this pit of confusion in my stomach, I started turning to other people. I truly didn't trust that my own answers, my own wisdom wasn't enough and it wasn't going to get me where I needed to be. But hear me out, it is enough. You are enough to listen to. Your voice is enough. It needs to be heard. I started out as a nursing student. Whenever I went to college, I was just like, hey, I am really into Grey's Anatomy. I really want to wear those scrubs every day and I feel like I could be a really big impact in people's lives. 
in the health industry. And so I went for it. I went to nursing school for two years. No, about a semester. And keep in mind, I started college in 2014 and I went to nursing school in 2017. But then I started to really picture myself in this role of how nursing, yes, it would fulfill my dharma of making a difference and bringing more light and love in this world, but was this role going to fulfill my need for excitement, my need for joy? And truth be told, I pictured myself looking at a bunch of fluids throughout the day, walking and taking temperatures and the vital signs, and I just felt trapped in a cage. Just the thought of that made me feel like I was behind bars and it didn't make me feel expansive. So this is when I questioned and I, and I started to, oh my goodness, I'm just now getting a little, a little download in my mind. I got the idea, right, of becoming a nurse. That was the idea and I kind of visualized myself as a nurse. Execution phase, pitta, going into nursing school, taking those steps to become a nurse. And then reevaluation phase. That was during the reevaluation phase that I decided that this was not the path for me. This is not how I was going to live out my dharma and embody it. So I reevaluated. I still want to help people. I still want to make a difference. I still want to bring more love and light to this world. Maybe, maybe that is through teaching, teaching children. I worked with a bunch of kids all throughout my high school, a summer camp counselor and an after-school care worker. Whenever I was seeing all these pictures of all of my other friends who were already teachers, I started to feel a bit of wishful thinking, wishing that I was in that scenario, wishing that I was teaching. So I thought, oh, maybe, just maybe, this is meant for me. So I went back to school for education, elementary education. That took about four years, another, well, another three years. And then I moved to Colorado Springs, became a teacher's assistant. And that, <laughs> that is when I reevaluated. I was in that kapha checking in with my body and realizing that I was in a state of overwhelm, constant anxiety, constant stress with this role that I have taken. And you can imagine just the state of disappointment that I was feeling. I mean, I went back to school a second time and here I was feeling even more lost and confused than ever. But here is when I started to become curious, become open-minded, see that this was not the only possibility for me. I don't know when this happened, but I was scrolling through Instagram one day and I saw this ad. It was for a coaching training. I did come across other coaches in the past, but I never had given it any thought. At this point in my life, I had been on a personal development and spiritual journey was really awakened at this point. And I don't know what was in me, but something in my heart 
told me to message this founder named Octavia. She is absolutely amazing. And from that point on, it completely changed my life. Right now, I am a self-love and spiritual coach. I have my own self-love program, and I plan on running self-love retreats here in the United States, and possibly I want to run them across the world one day. Here I am, still making an impact, bringing in love and light, changing women's lives, and still fulfilling my dharma. I know that I am in alignment with my purpose because every single time that I come off of a coaching session, I don't feel an anxious. I don't feel overwhelmed. I feel so much fulfillment, excitement, and joy for bringing healing, for bringing love and guiding my clients to a state of bliss that just brings me so much happiness. And I truly, truth be told, I didn't know that I was going to feel like that until after I experienced it. So sometimes, like for curiosity, you may not exactly know the turnout. You don't actually know how everything is going to play out and what the outcome is going to be and how you're going to feel about it. But it's being willing to be curious, be open-minded, be willing to see what else out there is for you. <sighs> and just trust, just trust that you were made for more. You are here to fulfill a legacy, my friend. It's time to say yes to that. Remember your purpose. Take time to remember. You just go about your days and you're, and you're working your nine to five and you know that it doesn't fulfill you. You know that it doesn't bring you joy and fulfillment, but you just keep working anyway and you just ignore the signs. You're ultimately going to end up feeling lost. And I truly, truly want this for you. I want you to be in alignment with your purpose because this is what you deserve. This is what you were born for. All right. Well, that is it for today's episode. I hope that y'all learned something. If you haven't already, follow the podcast Instagram at blissfully.bloom. Most of the content I put out is all about self-growth, self-healing, self-love. Make sure to hit that bell button so that you never miss an episode. And I will see y'all in the next one. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening. I am just so blessed and grateful for y'all's support. And if you haven't gotten the chance, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Blissfully Bloom. It's all about self-growth, self-love, and self-healing. I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye!